Welcome, everybody. Good evening. Today is Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. My name is Ava. I will be facilitating the call tonight along with my co-facilitator, Hershey. And this is an open forum for anyone with questions or issues with their Android phone, tablet, uh, Alexa device, Google device, uh, Fire tablet, anything that's on the Android platform. Um, and this, this, if you have want to learn how to use the accessibility features of these devices and just become more proficient with them. I want to say welcome to everyone who have joined tonight and who are listening to this podcast via the recording and also on the ACB community live stream. We have a few rules that we would like to everyone to follow during this. Um, one, we just ask that if you would please stay muted until you have a question to ask. And when you unmute yourself, please um, wait, state your name and wait until you are recognized by myself or by Hershey, the co-facilitator. Um, please remember, we're trying to keep down background noise because our co our session is being recorded so that people can come back and listen to this at a later date. We're trying to keep it as a clean recording so that there's not that much background or interfering noise. To mute, if you are on the PC, is Alt-A. If you're on a Mac, it's Command-Shift-A. If you're on your iPad, it's in the top center. If you're on your iPhone, it's the bottom left. If you're on an Android phone, it's the bottom left. And if you're, on, uh, if you're calling in via telephone line, it is star six. You just remember, we do not raise hands. So we just ask that you state your name and wait till someone um, address you to um, speak. And that is it right now. So I'm going to turn it over to Sandia and she has our updates for iBug. All right. Thank you, Ava. Uh, so for the rest of the week, we have uh, tomorrow, we'll be having Trekkie Talk on our this on the same Zoom conference line uh, from 8 to 9.30, talking about Star Trek Discovery Season 3, Episode 13. Uh, then Friday night, I'll be night at the virtual movies. We'll be watching In the Heat of the Night. Then Saturday, we have our Apple workshop, and that will be talking about all kinds of accessories. It's our virtual show and tell. So that's going to be lots of fun. That'll be two to four central time. And the best way to get information about our organization and the services we provide is ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. That way you can get notifications of upcoming events. Uh, and then we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash group slash iBug today. 
and Twitter is at iBug today. Thank you, Ava. All right. Thank you, Sandia. And as everybody knows, you know, this is the iBug Android Insight call. Um, we have a list that you can come and join. It's iBug Android Insight plus subscribe at groups.io. And my co-host, Hershey, I'd like to introduce him right now. Okay, so the Google guy is here. But um, so what I want to do right now, we're going to go around and have everybody introduce themselves. If this is your first time on the call, please introduce who you are and where you're from and how did you hear about our call and what Android device you have. So we can start our meeting. Hello. Yes. Hi, my name is Ron Dementi. I'm glad to join again. I haven't been um, to one of the calls in a while. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I currently don't have an Android device. And one of my questions tonight is I'm looking to acquire an Android device just to become familiar and wanted to get people's recommendations and suggestions. Okay, well, welcome, Rhonda. This is Scott from Arizona. Haven't been here in a while, but I have been here before. Uh, I believe the only Android the thing I have close to Android right now is the Blaze from Hims, which I believe is built around the on the Android uh, platform. Well, welcome, Scott. Uh, this is Nikki from San Francisco. Yes, welcome, Nikki. Hi, thank you very much. This is a wonderful program. And um, I'm thinking about switching from iPhone to Android, and I'd like to learn as much about it as possible. And I got an email about this program, and I also saw that it was on ACB Community. And I've been a member of iBug for about a year, and I found out about iBug through Brad, who's a co-host today, uh, on Old Time Radio. So there are all kinds of things going on on the phone. Um, but I would really want to find out about an Android and whether or not it would be a good idea for me to switch from an iPhone. So thank you so much. And well, I'm going to enjoy Nikki. listening. Well, welcome, Nikki. We hope to convert you. Hi, this is Nellie from Santa Maria, California. Welcome, Nellie. Hi. Um, I have a, a Samsung uh, Galaxy um, A71, and I've been uh, using uh, Android phones since 2014, but there's always something to learn. And I heard about iBug through the um, Trekkie group um, a while back. Oh, well, welcome. Hi, my name is Nancy Unger, and I have a uh, Smart Vision 2. I know people think, ugh, Smart Vision. It has, it's an Android phone with buttons made overseas. I've, heard of, I've been a member of iBug for quite some time. I have, a, I have a question later. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, Nancy, and welcome. Thank you. Hello, my name is Rachel. I have been on the call before, and I have a Galaxy S10. I do not know the numbers to it. I just know that that's what it is. And um, I would well, love what? to be refreshed 
on a lot of the things that I have been taught prior. And uh, I thank you all. Happy New Year, everybody. Well, welcome, Rachel. We're glad you're back. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Hershey and from Central Florida. Uh, thank you again to Rachel for coming back. I heard I remember you from last year. So happy 2022 for everybody. And uh, I guess we could get the show on the road. And if any more introductions are there. Yeah. Okay. So, and yes, I did. I do want to say welcome to 2022, our first show of the new year. So we're happy to be here. We're happy that everybody has joined us and we're, I'm glad for the new faces as well. So. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. Thank you so much for everybody for coming through. Yeah. And well, I want to start this show off with, um, I talked with Hershey about it and, you know, we both are, we both believe in, you know, promoting everybody who does Android. So we have the uh, blind Android users out there on YouTube and they do what's called an app a week. And a couple of weeks ago, they demonstrated this one app called Raise to Answer. And all you do is once you install the app, and you can rate once you raise the phone up to your ear, it'll beep like four times and then it will pick up. Or if you want to hang up a call, all you do is turn it face down and it will. Um, oh, I can't even think of the word now. It will hang up that call. So and that that app is called Raise to Answer. Ava, is it free? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. It's a free app. That was my next question. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, if you want to see more about it, they do have a short clip on the Bryant Android users on YouTube. Um, if you sign up on our list, the iBug Android Insight list, I try to send out whenever they do a new app, just send the link so that if you're not, you know, if you're not a YouTuber, at least this way you can keep up with um, some of the new apps that they are out there promoting. So, and Ava, just well, another reminder to to the, to the listeners: I know there isn't a such thing as Apple Vis type of thing for you know, app, since Apple users are so familiar with Apple Vis. I would say that uh, Warren has been on this show a couple of times and they've done a good job of capturing different categories. So shopping or exercising and such that. So it's a good resource to go back to. And then we always like to bring on Warren and others from the community. So this is a good place so we could discuss it. And so when we have you know questions and answers of I got a new phone and I you know or I need a new phone. And, and I've heard that about two, three times in introductions. So. Uh, just remember that it's it's there's a lot of resources out there, but sometimes we might not know which direction to look into. And, you know, it's all about the community. And uh, again, a, a big shout out to the ACB community for uh, hosting us tonight. So um, I'll keep it passing along to Ava. Okay. Let's go ahead. And yeah. Yes, Sheree. I just had a question about that app that you just mentioned. Yes. What? How does it determine to hang up when it's face down? Like, could it hang up? If the phone is, uh, I, I'm just trying to. 
it, figure out it, what determines the hang up. Well, it will only do an incoming call. So it will reject that call. Oh, I see. Okay. It was not a yeah. hang up of and yeah. ending a call. Okay. okay. Yes. Thank it you. would just reject the incoming call. Hello, Ava. Yes. Hello, Foster. Welcome. This is Foster Brown from Houston. Hi, Nellie from California. And hey, Foster. A- wow. <laughs> Good to hear your voice. <laughs> And I have a OnePlus 8 and a Chromebook and a couple of uh, Echoes and uh, a couple of Google Chromecasts and uh, Google Chromecasts with YouTube TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think you got your title screwed up. That's Chromecast with Google TV. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tongue twister, but just to keep everybody's right. uh, yeah, Chrome title straight. Because whenever you're on right. Google, it's like, I can't find this. So, <laughs> yeah. All and right. This is, um, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Boston. What? I have the um, Pixel 4, Pixel 6 Pro, Galaxy S21. Chromecast with Google TV, Nest devices, Google devices, and two Chromebooks. Technically, they're works Chromebooks, but they're mine for now. So (laughs) (laughs) there you go. Hey, so Ava, uh, we're all the discussions that we had. uh, we're talking about the different apps we could find. What about if we got a new phone? Did you did you kind of sync that in, or did that conversation? You know, did you think about mm-hmm. that one? I haven't finished looking at that one yet. Well, let me explain to what uh, the audience what I was talking to Ava about is. Ava was just had a had a, had purchased her Note Twenty, and she had another device, which is a tablet, the other night, and she's like, "Man, I want to go catch that iBug movie night tonight because." It was a really good movie, and so the thing was is as she was using her tablet, she had just basic settings. It was just a Samsung tablet, as, as I recall, but I recall for my usage case, I like using Gboard. I like using um, uh, specific settings like high contrast. How do I go about changing that, or how do I make sure it follows me? And one quick thing I know that Gboard does it, and maybe Kevin or um, anybody else uh, wants to, you know, showcase how to quickly do it. But you could take your Gboard settings and then take it across all your devices. So if you had special dictionaries and words and such that you're just any device you pick up, you just basically logging into your Gmail account and you follow that keyboard around with you. And that could be really helpful because you know how it works. You don't have to learn something different or, you know, Samsung sometimes the keyboard might act a little funky, might be typing a little too quick. So that's a little tip that me and her were talking about the other night. And uh, there are a few settings. Maybe we'll get the write-up a little bit etched out a little bit better for you guys and we might have something for you guys on the list. Yes, so...
Uh, whoop, uh, did we have some internet issues possibly there? In any case, uh, if we have any questions out there in the audience, uh, let us know. Um, this is Nellie. Go ahead, Nellie. I um, am uh, considering getting a, um, a Samsung um, watch, and I know very little about it, but, um, you know, if, if anybody has any um, tips or information about that, um, I would like to know. Well, Miss Nelly, I guess you're on blast, but Miss Nelly from California would like to know about Samsung watches. So uh, if anybody could please help her. Uh, I know we have some people that have watches. So uh, any insight on this? Okay, this is Kevin from Austin. I have the Galaxy Watch 4. Um, this is the first Galaxy Watch where you have to... Um, it can only be used with another Android device, and there are certain features, certain health features that you can only access by having a Samsung phone. Um, but the rest of the features should work with any Android phone. Um, a Galaxy Watch or um, Galaxy Gear uh, previous versions will work with iOS or Android, but this one. Um, and this might be a Wear OS thing going forward. Um, so when the Google Watch comes out in the next few months, that will probably be the case too. But watches before you could use uh, with both platforms. Um, I like mine. Um, I'm just getting used to using it for the watch. I bought it mostly for fashion because I'm not using any of the health stuff since I'm sitting at home all day anyway. <laughs> but but um, the only thing is that it has a high-quality voice on there, and so sometimes um, I can hear a little bit of a, of a stutter in there, but I think there's a different voice that I can use. Like if I use the Google text-to-speech, then it becomes much snappier. But that's the only thing that I've noticed. But all the other stuff works. So the music playback, um, Bixby is the only assistant that it can use right now. But the Google Assistant is supposed to be coming. But it does everything that I want it to do as far as answering questions, setting timers, um, telling me how many steps I have that day, um, just anything you'd want to do. The assistant works. Um, there's literally no part of the watch that's, uh, not accessible, so. Well, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm interested, um, um, in, uh, the health features and I'm wondering if it, if it has a heart rate monitor. Yes, it has a heart rate monitor, um, and several other things, the blood oxygen, um, the blood pressure monitor, uh, sleep tracker. Um, oh, there are so many health things that it has on there. Um, and those are some of the tiles that are on the front panel, you know, the home screen. And I have mm -hmm. the one that has the rotating dial. So you can just, you can either flick to those items or you can turn the dial to get to the item you want. And so you basically have 
the same information you have on your phone, you have on your watch. But I have the LTE model, so those things work even when I'm away from my phone, when I'm not anywhere near my phone. Hey, Kevin, to, to add to that, the, the differences, um, do, do you have both Google Health and Samsung Health to be able to utilize along with Nike and everything else that's available in the athletic site? I only use the Samsung Health on my watch and on my Galaxy S21. I only use, I use Google Fit on my non-Samsung devices. Okay, so but it is available, perhaps maybe just yes. The reason I'm you can download either you one. You might have you two can... watches. You might have worked out on one. You want your information yes. to be spread. Okay. No, you can download either one. You can set up different profiles, even though it's one watch. But you can still set up different profiles. So if you did have two watches or whatever, but yeah, you can set up one profile or do one. If you think that Google Fit does something better, then you can do that with Google Fit. Right, here's a million dollar for 2022. Is it accessible? Google Fit. Yeah, uh, the watch. Google, the Google, yes. There's, like I said, everything is everything is accessible, and you have most of the full talkback. So even if you come across an unlabeled button, you can label the buttons and stuff like that. Like it, it has talkback instead of voice assist, voice assistant, which was really great also. But now you basically some of the things you do slightly different than you do on TalkBack, but you can still get into the menu and label buttons and stuff. Thank you so much for that, Kevin. And Ms. Nelly, if that satisfies your question, any, anything else well, I can answer? Well, and also... Yes, thank um, you. And also, this is Ava. Nelly, um, the watch has a feature for swimming as well. Yes. So just to hmm. let you know, if you swim that the watch does have a feature for that. This is Foster. Um, also, um, I was wondering, because I have a Galaxy Watch 2. The one thing that I really loved about it is um, you didn't have to, like, uh, you know, go on the watch and then say I'm about to work out. It just seems to recognize the type oh, yes. of activity that you're yeah. doing. I love that feature, like, yeah. like it because I like power walk sometimes, and so after I've been power walking a couple of minutes, then it automatically kicks in to see that I'm working out and it's monitoring my heart rate and all that. So I love that feature. Hi, this is Nancy. May I ask a question? Yes, Nancy. Hi. It's a strange, I don't want to monopolize the conversation, but I, I have Cricket, it's, I have an unlocked phone, a foreign-made phone. It's not their phone. They tell me that I have to switch to 5G or they're gonna, they won't let me use my phone. And, and they claim that, and I said, well, what do you mean I have an unlocked phone? And they said, well, they, they claim there are a couple of uh, phones with buttons, you know, like, you know, with the touchscreen buttons, A12 and the Motorola G Stylus. Have any of you heard of these phones? I never, I never even knew. And why do I have to switch to 5G? I mean, I have a 4G phone. And I don't understand what, I think I, I might be getting misinformation. Thank you. I'm not sure. Not a problem. Ava, uh, should we first crack down on this 5G, 4G? Because it's even talking about airplanes and you know, it's confusing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. We can go. Well, this is, has an answer for her. Yes. Yeah, this is Kevin. The simple answer to the yes. question. So, the 
the five G part. I mean, that part they can they can address that. But those two, I don't know what you're saying. They have buttons. There's no buttons on the A12, and there's no buttons on the stylus. As far as no, nothing further than volume up, volume down, power, those are still touch-screen. Just a flat it's screen. Just a two buttons, the volume rocker and the power button. Those are your two yep. um, types of physical buttons. Oh, wow. Okay. But, so what I wanted to rewind, just, just to give everybody this mind frame, because we were seeing it on the news with, with the 5G and airplanes. And what does it mean? Well, what's happening is we used to use old phones like, if we all remember, the iPhone 3GS, and we saw the title 3G, and thus 3G is pretty much out the window, and we are all on LTE, which is what we typically use, and, and Kevin mentioned earlier, he uses LTE watch. Um, the new system is the fifth generation 5G, so the old stuff is being kind of pushed into retirement, so to speak, and thus these companies are kind of coming back at the customers and saying, hey, uh, you got to buy a new phone, otherwise you can't use our service, and it's it, it freaking out the customer, and then they're pinning you with these somewhat um, silly phones, I would say. They're not bad, but they have their limitations, and I think later on, if anyone else wants to ask some hardware questions or share... Um, Maybe they could give insight on the A12 or a Stylo because they're great phones. One's from LG, one's from Samsung. Uh, Samsung A-series phones are good, but I would stick to a A52, A72, higher numbers, basically. And uh, for the Stylo, again, it's hit or miss. LG has kind of jumped out of the cell phone game, so... It's all about OS, which is operating system, and who's going to give you the most support. And Google and Samsung right now currently are giving the most support uh, security-wise plus uh, operating system-wise. So you buy a phone, it's going to at least last you three years, if not more, in the sense of security and operating system. So the cost kind of comes down to that. Uh, most of these phones vary in pricing. Uh, a Google Pixel... Uh, I forget the exact pricing, but could vary from $300 upwards to $999. Uh, depending on storage, it could go upwards, but um, basics. And um, for Samsung, again, you have the A-series, and then you have the S-series. S-series is a little bit more premium, but you do get a little bit better features in certain aspects. And then other aspects, the A-phones work just as well, but they're just a little bit slower processors and stuff like that. So typically we've done a Great Lakes ADA thing last year and we recommended Samsung, Motorola, and uh, Google Pixel devices. And if anyone else has any more input, I'll keep it moving. Yeah, because they offer the A12 and the Motorola uh, G Stylus free, no wonder, right? Because they, they're just the older phones. Thank you. Well, they're, they're not necessarily why. old, but it's it's the, the value across the longevity of your device, right? So with, with Apple and the argument, what's happening is, Yes, they do support it, but they are only supporting one type of device. These, with, with the Google side, it, you have a manufacturer of operating system, you have a manufacturer of hardwareing components, and when you mix all of those together, it, it kind of becomes this confusing, where do I go, how do I do it? And then then you have the little companies, like, uh, I don't know, uh, Virgin Mobile or something, and they're like, oh, we'll give you a deal. And then you get lost in this, I got you a deal, but the phone was so lousy that your accessibility was kind of a second 
second guess because they'll say, hey, look, I can magnify the screen for you. But that's not you or your screen reader user. You want you just use a screen reader. The magnification is not going to mean anything to that end user. So it's it's knowing what you want and then picking your price point and then at that point seeing what everybody else is getting because obviously certain phones like the, the Pixel phones and such are doing better because they're proving that they're more accessible. So that's kind of my little tidbit on the 5G to hardware side. Can they keep me from using 4G on my phone? That's not I didn't get it from them, but they support it as my carrier. I don't understand what the... Anyway, no, I don't, I don't they're, they're, they're basically using marketing talk to say, hey, you need a 5G phone, so you should buy a newer, newer phone because that'll work. But if you have, let's say, a phone that's using 4G, you're fine. You don't need a new phone whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a Note 9. I'm using a th- almost three-year phone. Are they going to tell me uh, your phone is, is out, out of date, you can't use it? I have a 4XL from Pixel. Are you going to tell me that you know you, uh, I'm out of business? Yes, if you have a Pixel 2XL or a Pixel 1, yeah, they are out of operating system, but they, they, they're still continuously working. And there are other – this is why Android is a big community because they are – little ROMs and things, you could you could repurpose devices. So if you need an alarm clock or a timer and you want to just slap a phone on top of your fridge with a magnet, that's all it'll do. You can make it do that. So, you know, it's it's all about uh, not not wasting. I mean, we waste so much stuff as it is with batteries and such that, and we should always recycle things. But, you know, part of Android ecosystem is that. And, and it's not it's not really a fight between Apple either. It's, it's just we have one device, you have another device, and I think everyone should have one Apple device in their pocket, one Android, one Windows computer, and maybe one Macintosh. You know, why, why not? You'll be fully accessible. You can't, no one could tell you you're not accessible then. So. Well, thank this you. is true. Go ahead, Trick. I, I do want to say that carriers are going to turn down, they're going to shut down 3G. So it's either happening or it's going to happen. So if your device is only supporting 3G, then they will shut it down. Should we should we yeah. let the people know what we used to do? No. And this yeah. is Kevin. If you can get the Motorola G stylus, and that has a Snapdragon six seventy eight, if they're offering you to, if they're offering you that for free, I would take it because if you have five G, you have four G too, so it'll switch back and forth. But they're not ending your four G support anytime soon. Now, if you're in one of those situations where you're switching from, where you're being forced to switch from Sprint to T-Mobile, you might as well just take you a new phone when you come over. And but that's, that's my situation. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, this is Foster. Also, to add to that, the reason why another reason why 4G is not going to go away anytime soon is because your uh, main carriers like Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they contract out to smaller companies. And so a lot of those phones still use 4G service um, to provide phones at a lower price point as well. I think the best thing, uh, Ms. Debbie, you do is look at the price point. If your price point is $200, then I'm going to say go for Motorola all day long. If your price point is $300, I'm going to say go to Pixel because the entry level. Last year, I made a bet, wanted to make a bet, but a challenge to the iBug uh, uh, leadership here with Sandhya and Michael. 
and they ended up buying phones. They ended up getting a Pixel 4a, which was uh, what Michael got. And then Sunday I got the Pixel 5 because she's like, I'm getting everything that's better. I want better. And then she lost it in the garage one day. But neither this or that. It's much laughter. And, uh, you know, the phone can be really decent. But, you know, Sunday spent 700 I think, or 600 whereas Michael spent maybe 450 And, you know, the phone is one and the same. So if you're looking for something just to test out on, Google's is better because that's who makes it. And that's, again, you're going to now in an Apple type of environment, right? Apple makes it. It's going to be like Apple. If you go to Samsung, it's going to be like Samsung makes it. That's how they treat it. It's their intuition into it. So I would say between those three companies, Motorola is a decent company too, but Motorola does not have a longevity and operating system updates. So if you're ready to buy a new phone every, let's say, two, three years and a couple hundred bucks is nothing, you know, it's, it's, it's affordable. Um, wear and tear, broken glass, things happen, then 200 bucks, 100 bucks, 150 is not a bad idea for a cheap phone, but it just depends on your need. If you're, if you're trying to surf internet and trying to be, you know, fast and zippy, then get a fast and zippy phone. If you're just needing it for phone calls that, you know, uh, an emergency thing that you keep in the house that you could get out, you could have a phone call to have outbounds, then, um, something hundred, $200 is just fine. Um, just to foster, I have a question. Um, this might be something Kevin might be able to answer. Um, uh, on the phones that are Android one, um, you know, like Nokia offers a lot of phones that are, um, Android one. Does, do those have the, the same or almost the same, um, guarantee as the, um, um, OS and the security that comes with the Pixel? Not the exact same. This is Kevin, it just depends on what Nokia um, decides to do because they're right now the only company that's doing the Android one. But it's pretty close. Uh, now that they stock Android, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so the security is going to go longer than the software upgrade uh, updates, but it's going to be pretty close. And now, especially on the mid-tier, like the A71s, A52s and up, but now Samsung is getting pretty close. Like I already got my uh, January um, software security update on my S21. So back in the day, that was unheard of with Samsung. So um, that's not Android one. It's not stock Android, but at least with Nokia and Samsung, you're getting something close to what Google is doing. Yeah, man, that shows growth right there, Kevin. Thank you so much for that. Uh, back in, in whatever day I started Android in 2012 or whenever, whenever it was, this wasn't the case and I started as a low vision user and you know there are some good tools for low vision users since we are on ACB and you know not everybody is a screen reader user so um, you know there's definitely tools for you and uh, I guess we'll go you know morph it into the next topic topic if anybody has any other question or concern uh, hi this is oh okay go ahead oh this is just Rhonda and my question kind of piggybacks on the previous caller and um, I'm just interested 
in getting my first Android tablet and just wanted to hear if anyone had some specific recommendations. I am a screen reader user, so I'd be using like TalkBack. Okay, thank you for your question. And I think, I, uh, Kevin, I'm just going to point it out at you before you say it's me, Kevin, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> any tablets you used in the past? And I, give me, give me two, three right off the bat, and I want to go to Foster after you. I'm just going to okay. give a, a quick rapid. So, round. if if you want the type of performance that you would be expecting out of something like um, an iPad or something like that, then I would uh, recommend the Galaxy S7 FE Fan Edition. Or I would wait about three weeks until the Galaxy, I'm sorry, I said S, but Tab um, 7 um, FE, but I would, or you can wait uh, three weeks uh, for the S8, and it's going to have different sizes. I don't know if you have any vision, but they're going to have an Ultra that's going to be like a 15-inch or 14-inch screen, um, and they're going to have some ones that are more reasonably priced, like about six or seven ninety nine or something like that. So it's going to span the gamut. Um, so if that's the kind of performance you're looking for, I would recommend any of the Tab S7s. Um, but if performance is not the thing, then I would go with like something like the Tab. Is it A8? Mm-hmm. I think they use the A, so the A8 or something like that. And just try to get as much RAM as you can. Uh, they, I think they have like a four option and maybe a, yeah, so don't go for the two, go for the four, four gigabyte option. Hey, Ava, I want to bring you in on this one. Uh, what about that uh, Fire Tablet? Didn't you get one recently or do you have an old one? Man, that cold weather and the internet. And fiber optic cables are frozen out there in Houston. I'm sorry about that, but she'll be back. But in any case, uh, uh, I want to carry on. Ms. Foster. Go ahead. So you you said you want a, a tablet? You want a tablet, not a phone, right, Mel? Yes, I'd like a tablet. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So another one that I've been checking out um, and people um, – a lot of people may not know about is um, Lenovo. Um, Lenovo is and Motorola are under the same uh, company, parent company. I forgot what the name of the company is, but basically Lenovo makes Android tablets too, and they have something called the uh, the P the P11 Pro, and it's a 11 inch um, tablet. It's not too big it's not too small uh it runs about uh if you get it with the keyboard case and the stand it runs about about 700 um but it it has it pretty much runs stock android and so you're gonna get like a pure android experience and then as far as the specs it has a like a high definition screen and it has quad four speakers so it's, it's kind of like the samsung uh galaxy tab s series but uh the price point's a little lower it's kind of like a mid range it gives you a mid-range price point with good specs good quality 
So that's another hey, one. Mrs. Hershey I'll speaks Foster. Do you have one? Uh, my wife won't let me get any more toys. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, and it I has very good. Like. It has very good reviews of the P11. And a, I think isn't around like six, six. There's, a, I think there's a six. Yeah, I think and there's a six gig, and an eight, but I don't remember yeah. what the processor is. I think it's a. I think they started out with a Snapdragon uh, seven something, seven thirty five, but I think they took it up to a either the eight sixty five or the eight eighty eight for this twenty twenty one version. Well, thank you so much for that information. Uh, Ms. Rhonda, if you, if you had your question uh, satisfied there, I guess we could move on to the next question. Yes, thank you very much. This is very helpful. The other related question, because I have a hearing disability, are those that you have suggested have pretty good speakers? Yes. I I would say yes, and, if, and for hearing impairments in general, mm -hmm. Samsung has knocked it out of the park. I mean, Samsung actually yeah. has a, a, a audiology type test that's on their device from the get go. Like, I don't know, the Note Five or maybe something had it like way long ago, and or S Eight actually, excuse me, S Eight, and um, they do quite a bit in that realm. And then you'll also get the perks from Google side. So I would kind of jumble into the A series if that's if price is an issue. But Lenovo is definitely a good, good, good bet, and. Um, one more. I know that there's Walmart tablets just to give people kind of a, you know, buyers beware. When we're talking about RAM or memory and storage, storage is something that you might see like 128 gigabytes. That's how many gigabytes of storage you have. You'll see numbers like 4, 6, 8, 12, 16. Those numbers represent the memory. And thus, whenever you have tablets when you're choosing them, these other companies like Walmart's brand on and on or on O double N. Um, it's cool, but we got to think about us. We're the visually impaired crowd here. Uh, maybe hearing impaired, any, any, any other disabilities. I mean, cognitive disabilities, you have plentiful, but is the device going to match what we spent on? And that's the important part to always keep in mind. Um, Samsung is kind of left <laughs> as the only uh, tablet person in the, in the arena but who knows what's out in the you know for the for the future um just remember that it's accessibility that's going to help you so sometimes extra couple hundred dollars may look like a lot compared to like the hundred dollar tablet to the three hundred dollar tablet so consider that in your uh, buying decision hey this is crucial go ahead crucial um, I've got a question. Now, um, I've got a friend who uses a Android device, a BrailleSense 6. Obviously, she's an iOS user. But is there any instrument tuner app out there for Android? Um, like on the iPhone, there's a talking tuner app. But uh, um, is there any apps? I think, I think you've been made because I've already heard this question that was supposed to come from you. But she is nice to talk, in, nice to, talk to you. I've heard you on the iOS calls, on the buzz call. Um, so you're basically looking for an instrument tuner app um, that is available on Android. So if anybody yep, is a much. musician out there, uh, I remember one, but I'm going to have to come back to you if anything. Uh, it's been okay. ages. But uh, if anybody else has one, uh, please, please uh, help out Kushal's friend. Uh, 
it's, it's important. It's music. Um, this is Kevin. <laughs> I don't know if you subscribe to the list, but I can post, and I believe one of them might be on the blind Android users. Um, I think they may have demoed one of them or something like that, but there's, there is one. I just don't know. There's more than one. There's hey, Kevin, hundreds and thousands. If anything, can you, if you could do me a favor, Can you Kevin, post I, on the iBug group? Are you on the iBug Facebook group? No. Okay. Or um, look at me a message, uh, message on Messenger. Crucial. We'll, we'll get it to you, but uh, l let me see if, if me and Kevin could kind of get down to the bottom because I think Kevin knows what I'm talking about. Kevin, okay. on, our on the Facebook blind and percent visually impaired Android users group, which I'm also a part of. That's kind of where I kind of live or lay whenever I lay in, in Android land. Is there is there was a, a, a person that made a, a piano tuning app and a musical app, if you remember. Yeah, there's uh, piano tuning and there's a and he made, guitar he made two, tuning. three apps. Yeah, yeah, and then I forgot the guy's name right now. And he, he, he was he first made it for Android and then he made it for iOS. But I heard it really worked well for for Android. So if you, if you remember that that post. Uh, I guess share it on our list and then we'll pass it on. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No worries, Kofi. Nice talking to you. Next question. Next concern. May I, may I have the link for the group on Facebook? Absolutely. Um, do you have my email address? Yeah, let me see if I still... I think I still have, but if I don't have it, if you have mine, send me a thing, but I'll just paste it right in, in there because I can copy the link faster than you'll remember what we tell you tonight. So, but if, 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 I, if I, you don't see anything by in the morning, send, if you can find my email address, send me. Can you, is there, remind you, I need a refresher. Um, the here, on here, where do I go find Sure thing. Well, like I said, Miss Rachel, welcome back. Uh, I remember talking to you, like I said, last year. So if you wanted to reach out to us, it's iBug, I-B-U-G, Android, A-N-D-R-O-I-D. Okay. Well, no, I know that. I know everything yeah. for the I'm going to give it to the people real quick. Okay. Just one real quick. So iBug, Android, Insight, plus subscribe at groups.io. So that's our mailing list. Okay. But... um. Definitely, you know, Kevin's a big help in the, in the community out here. So, you know, with such that, so if you, if you email us on that, that's the mailing list uh, for anybody else out there. So iBug, I-B-U-G, Android, Insight, plus sign, subscribe at groups.io. Send a blank email. What that does is that basically send, that puts you on a list. And so whenever we... Like we were talking about the two, three things tonight that, hey, we'll send you a list. We'll send you a link. We'll... You could, if you do that, then that list will come to your email box. And so, if there's, let's say, an, uh, an app that somebody else thought of, or you had a question, uh, I know we had one question that we had an issue with the the link on our website. But uh, you know, if you have questions, concerns, that's one way. On Facebook, if you just type in the search box "iBug Today," hit enter, just hit join, and that, that simple as that. You could hit message. You could, you know, uh, you could find us basically on Facebook anyhow. So um, with, with any ways of, of communicating, even if you email us on, on the iBug uh, mailing, on, on the main website at info, then 
we'll get back to you and, and, and you know, we want to answer every person's question that, that's possible. So those are the different ways you could get in touch with us. Thank you. No worries. So any, any other questions for you, Rachel? What, what do you want to know? I mean, you, you've been talking about you want to get a refresher. So what would you get? A, what would you want to be refreshed on for, for one thing that you Everything. want to as a takeaway? Everything. Because we talked about <laughs> lights last time, if you remember. Everything, really. Last time I remember we talked about lights because I'm, I'm having fun with my lights, to be honest. Just to give another mm -hmm. tidbit tip. Uh, I use Spotify and I have Hue as my light. I have three Hue light bulbs. So what okay. I like doing, I'm low vision is I'll set the sync to the music. So if I'm playing, let's say, Bob Marley jamming, it will sync to my lights and my lights will, the room will have some kind of hue. So, you know, sometimes it's a it's a cool party trick or sometimes if you're trying to just chill out to, you know, ambient music and you just want a little bit of lighting in your room or some kind of mood, um, that's a good way to, you know, to add something if, if you have some sight. And... If anything, you know, it's some something to show your your your, your counterparts or your sighted folks out there that hey, you know, there's this cool thing you could do, and you know, it don't matter if I'm sighted or not, I, I can make it happen. So, right. So my my challenge now is um, just to, to to remember most of the the training that I had because I started taking a uh, a grant writing class. Their software wasn't accessible, so some of the stuff I could so. Just a refresher for what I everything that I'm doing. I just want to be like you said, accessible in all areas. And since I use my Android phone consistently, I don't have a MacBook yet, but I do have an iPhone and I do have uh, a desktop computer. And so I just want to make sure that I'm accurate in what I'm doing. So I just need a refresher. You're definitely accurate because you're here. You know that's that's number one accuracy, right? You've made it to Zoom. I mean that's a challenge in itself. You you're followed along to, to anywhere you are. Because again, all of these are new things. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't like Zoom when, when the whole pandemic started. Mm -mm. And here we are, you know, with, with all these situations. I remember you personally, I think you're from Georgia. Nope. Um, I'm from, I'm from Oklahoma city, but I lived Oklahoma in Portland, Texas. Okay. There were a few names that got floated around, but if any, in any case, uh, the idea is, is we all kind of remember each other from a community base. Right. And, and, Many things are accessible, not accessible. The thing to note is what's going to work for you. I mean, right. Android phones, if you got one, you can make it work because you need, you need it to communicate. Half the time we are so busy playing games and, and, and looking down onto our phones where we forget to say hello to the neighbor next door or, you know, go checking on people. So um, the basic principle, I think, to any phone is if it does what it needs for you, then that's the best phone for you. My Note 9, I love it. It's still doing what it needs to do. My Pixel 4 XL works just fine. I'll get my 6 down the down the, you know, the road. But I don't want a free phone anymore because I've I've been down that road. And it's not it's a bad phone. It's just that it's not meeting my accessibility needs because right. one feature is missing. Another thing is missing there. I use low vision stuff. I like high contrast. By the way, I found an, an, a quick tip. Just again, I keep I keep running into cool tips, but uh, the accessibility shortcut in Android 12 for anybody that has newer phones is back. So there's a I like using gestures. Gestures are quicker because I could swipe my finger right down, bam. Color inversion is on. Color inversion is off. I just write down, bam. Every time it's it's it, it always works. 
Now, what happened is they thought, they meaning Google, hey, why don't we put a floating button? So they did. They put a floating button on, on the screen. So I have this button. I'm, I'm on, let's say, iBugToday.com or dot, dot .org. And I'm swiping, swiping. And then it's like, you could use any shortcut for it. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm trying to figure out where the link is. I'm, I'm looking for the Zoom link. And what happens is this floating button becomes part of the interface. And it gets in the way. And so with that said, sometimes what, what what's really you know useful in one way or another may not be for everybody, but gestures have really helped me as a screen reader user. So, you know, when you transition from low vision stuff to, to screen reader, some stuff is easier because you could just swipe whatever direction and down or up and you got things working. But uh, I see Mr. Jerry has a question. I'll let you unmute. Somebody's unmuted there. No. This is Shri. Go ahead, Shri. I have an Amazon question. Is that a good time to ask? Ava. Ava. Yeah, it's fine to ask. Yes, this is a good time to ask, Shri. So where I'm living now, we've had some um, power blips, you know, power going out and comes back on. And for some reason, my show... I believe it's rebooted and it comes on, but the um, the this you know it's not speaking. Like the voice part of it is not coming on. I can't tell if it's on or it's completely you know didn't power back up. And what I'm having to do is like just unplug the power, plug it back on to get the the unit to work with the voice. And I'm just wondering, is that? Has anyone else is experiencing that with like their show devices? Ava, has that this happened to shows? Yes, Nelly. I don't have an Echo Show, but I just have an Echo Dot, and I've experienced that problem with the Echo Dot, where I had to unplug it and let it, um, you know, reboot again. It wasn't responding to commands. And I think that that does happen when the power goes out. That's why you have to just, I just have to do a fresh restart. I don't have a show, but on my, um, sometimes even on my Fire TV, I have to do the same thing for any of the other parts to work, not just the voice, but for the other part, for it to connect to the Wi-Fi correctly and for it to respond to commands. This is Shree. Yes, Sherry. Go ahead. So my question is, is it is it physically rebooting? Because if it is, I can maybe get a smart switch where I can actually do the reboot remotely. I'm just trying to figure out, is the unit actually powering back up or is it just in a power off state? When the, when the power goes off? No, no, when the power comes back, is the unit, is it powering, is it yes. rebooting? Yes, it's rebooting, well, and mine do. They, most of the time they reboot and even the okay. show should make a noise, but it maybe it's not, but either way, you're going to have to unplug it. I mean, one of the other things to do is to get a, a, a UPS so that it doesn't, you know, so the power is not interrupted. 
And this is Tree. Go ahead, Tree. I'm thinking about maybe just putting a smart plug so I can just remotely reboot it instead of having to go to the go to the device. But Tree, wouldn't you have to do the same process anyway? Of re the point of what you're trying to say is when you lose power, what is the state? The state would it restart itself, reboot, and then with let's say a smart plug, is it going to do the same thing? Because if your smart plug is in the on state, and then the machine, meaning the Echo, is rebooting, isn't it still? Doesn't it? It doesn't really fix anything, does it? it doesn't it just replicate the issue? This is true. Okay. So what I've noticed is when I reboot it, it comes back up and everything's running. That's why I was trying to figure out if the unit is actually rebooted after the loses the power because I couldn't tell. But when I you know unplug and replug it back in, like I'm basically losing power. Uh, but the you know I'm forcing the power outage or the loss of power. It, and I plug it back in, it's coming back up and it's working. That's why I was thinking a smart plug, I, I could just do it without having to go to the unit to do it. Yeah, that, that, that But the UPS is a good suggestion too. Right. And uh, Shri, uh, you're a buzz guy. Come on, let's go to the next question. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But thanks for that question, Shri. Uh, if we could go to the next question, Mr. Jerry Yoga had raised his hand a couple of times and I have seen you so... Uh, not sure what type of device you're on, but Alt-A would unmute you if you want to go ahead and ask a question. Well, I accidentally raised my hand. And, uh, no worries. To, but anyway, when, when you are having a problem with Lady A, serious problem, you know, I got a, I got a mall around my house. Uh, Sometimes if you have a problem and, and it don't really totally fix the problem, sometimes it just better to unplug everything and go through your router, unplug that too. And then wait wait about 30 seconds, plug your router back in and then go and plug everything back in from your router and go back to each of your devices and to plug them all back in one at a time and you completely reboot the whole thing. And normally that would probably fix the problem. Those are really, really good suggestions. Thank you for that, Jerry. Um, every time when you start from scratch, definitely it helps. Uh, I keep making fun of Ava over here because it is 2022, and I know Ava for Christmas got so many devices, and so did I. Um, a matter of fact, I just got a device uh, today. I got the hub again because uh, my mom's like, I can't tell the, the, the time in the, when I walk by the hallway, and now I need to see the time, and I, figured, and I need a hub. And I, I had a mini. But the hub, uh, 58 bucks. Uh, yeah, they're off the sale now. They're on sale till the 17th. But um, what's interesting is it has a screen reader. It has a triple, if triple tap to zoom, color inversion, um, closed captioning, such that. So as a device, uh, the Nest Hub Gen 2, um, not a bad idea. Um, it does have sleep tracking stuff, no camera. Um, and that is interesting with the on state of on and off. Uh, today, I was trying to figure out the same thing as Shree was. Is my Nest Hub on or is it off? And I, it has a thing called Soli, S-O-L-I. And it's a radar chip. And you could technically like hold a fist up to the thing and it'll stop. Or swipe left and it'll, let me think, swipe left would fast forward, swipe 
right word rewind and Kevin's probably going to correct me, but if you, it basically works off the, off gestures. And, um, so that's a decent buy if you need something with a small speaker, but if you need loud sound, the Nest Hub audios, I like better. And, uh, the Next Hub Max, which is a bigger screen with the bigger speakers. So, um, those are some tools if you, if you don't have any extras and if you're just looking to buy something, Amazon, I like it, but my I have a question to 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 everybody else because I guess I don't ever ask questions. But who do you guys like better these days? Because honestly, Google's been less problematic these days than Amazon, and you went through the apps and. <sighs> Hopefully, you guys understand my grief. Like Amazon's app, when you're trying to use it on any device, Apple included, Android, it's yeah. Any 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 any, any thoughts? This is Foster. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've noticed some glitches lately with my Amazon apps. Because uh, uh, I use, especially use the, uh, what is that app? Uh, you know, the shopping app. I use that a, a whole lot. And uh, I also use the Kindle app. So I have noticed some few glitches here and Foster, there. can you do continuous reading? Because that is the $1,000, $100,000 question. Because that all is always day, breaking baby. for everybody. All <laughs> day. All day. All day I can do continuous. Can you explain to the good folks? Because, you know, we got the ACB community on this call. We got, you know, the iBook. Okay. Cool. You know, so can you explain to everybody too? What do, so what does that mean? Continuous so, reading. What is that? And then I Kindle. And okay. Do you have to pay for it? You know, give, give, them, give them the rundown real quick. Okay. So, um, continue. So continuous reading means that you can, um, even if the Kindle book does not have the, um, extra audio component, you can actually use talk back to. So my screen's uh, locked. Can I still use it? Your screen is locked. Um, you have to, you, uh, Wait, let me think. Man, I got you uh, already. For, man, that was, uh, I, I got you in five um, seconds. I think it's still, uh, <laughs> I think it's still, I think after you start it, if the screen locks, I think you can actually program it so that when the screen locks, it'll still uh, keep going. So I'm, 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 I get to pick on you, Foster, because you always, yeah. you always here, you always here, man. So I appreciate you, Kevin, <laughs> everybody. You always here. So thank uh, you for that. But yeah, well, my main concern but, was is the, the main question answer that i get every day is like hey i'm using kindle i'm using such and such but my phone screen locks and then what do i do and earlier we had a, a, a braille question per se on mm -hmm. on Gushel's question right but i've noticed even on the braille touch note plus uh eva had a question i think eva's here matter of fact but she had a question when she's at work and she works like at a, maybe a call center type environment or a front desk and 30 minutes later, you know, you're not paying attention 30 minutes. You're not paying attention to time, but 30 minutes passes, it's fell asleep. And then she's scrambling to, you know, pull up such and such information. So, you know, in comparison to, to different devices, what do you think? I mean, where are you at with, 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 with the, uh, I guess with, 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 I guess Braille devices and Android in that sense, right? Well, I, I haven't ever used a Braille device. Uh, compared to say like continuous reading using so that is Kindle. that is an android setting you said you so what you're telling me is that's an actual android display setting that is not a braille that does have nothing to do with braille is what you're telling me 
No, uh-uh. no, it's actually talk. nothing to do. It's, it's, it's talk totally line. different. Two different things, right? Because yeah. I think that's what the thing is. People get confused. Like, hey, uh, yeah. how do I how do I make this and that? And like, the, the driver on Windows told me not to do. Like, what? Like, so yeah. the, the the talk. So, like with continuous reading, you can do it on both the iPhone for for the so for the Kindle app. You can do continuous reading for both on both the iPhone and on the Android devices. Personally, I prefer the using TalkBack for continuous reading on the Kindle because for me, it's it's a little it's easier to control. I can I can control it easier on the um, Android than I can on the uh, iPhone. So I like to use it on the on the uh, because the one thing like with Amazon, like with the Amazon tablet, Fire tablet stuff, as we've mentioned before, is that Android is, I mean, uh, Amazon Fire tablets and Fire Sticks and all that are based on an old version of Android anyway. So personally, I do not, outside of a Fire Stick, I do not own any other Fire um, devices. If if I'm going to use the Kindle app, I'll go ahead and use it on an Android device because I get the full-fledged app by using it on uh, the Android device as opposed to just the Fire device. So, well, Foster, may I ask, what do you the talk when you say talk back? The screen reader. That's the screen reader for Android. That's just the screen reader. That's not a certain. The talk back is the screen reader, right? Yeah, 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 that's so, the Android screen reader. So when I use the screen reader on my desktop, and I also turn on another screen reader, because it's not it's not working. My Microsoft uh the screen the narrator? reader. Yes, the, the narrator. narrator. Yes, when that freezes, I turn on my phone, but then it's like it's still not working. Is it because I have them too close together? The phone shouldn't affect what's on your your Windows PC. Okay. Um, you 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 said you had a Galaxy phone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm a Gal. So, I'm a Galaxy girl. I'm a Galaxy girl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I like I um, Samsung is like the Apple of the Android world. Like Samsung, Samsung is like uh, um. Well, now that Google's in the game, next to Google, Samsung is Google like TV, premium. TV? They're premium. Those are premium uh, Android phones. If you get a Samsung or a Pixel, you're in premium. You're in the top tier. So even when you use your um, um, screen reader on that, you it, it it should work. Actually, the screen readers on, on your cell phones actually work better than narrator on your pc <laughs> okay see and that's what i was that's why when it's free, it will freeze pardon me this is hershey what i was saying yeah. is how how about this could you get in touch with us on facebook i am do you have facebook yeah i do all right drop a line at ibug today at the, at the main page and okay. i'll find you Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll take we'll take care of all of these problems like yeah, whatever device yeah. you need like we'll, we'll help you yes this, and this is what we're here for do you use dick when you um when you're doing like you said you're taking up grant writer 
So do you use dictation to uh, do your papers? I don't know. I don't know any of that. That's what I'm saying. Dictation I'm, is, oh, wow. Do you Hershey, speak? We gotta... yeah, do you oh, speak? don't do that. Don't do that to you me. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you speak to your phone or not? So, because look, we want to help you because yeah, no, you have this beautiful case of. Here's the thing. Um, What was your name again? I'm Rachel. Rachel. So okay. So here's here's the thing, Rachel. Um, I've been I'm like Hershey. I'm low vision, so I've been legally blind all my life. So as accessibility goes, I'm always seeking to do things. Not just because it's accessible, but also to do it efficiently and faster. And so when I when I have to write papers, mm-hmm. I su- we subscribe to Office 365. I use it on my iPhone. I use it on my desktop. I use it on my Android device. And whenever I first start writing a paper, I'll I'll use the, the on the keyboard. I'll hit the microphone and use the voice dictation to dictate my paper hmm. um so those thoughts will flow and then after i've gotten my flow then i'll go back with the keyboard or i may transfer over to my laptop or my desktop and then i'll go back and proof what i've what i've dictated and then start to edit and perfect it that's all i'm saying it's, it's like, so it's just what, you're, what you're saying i've been using my son right so i've used another pair of eyes so i want to do it myself all you got to yeah. do is go to the if you have facebook, yeah. i'm trying to find the quickest way you could facebook, get yeah. yeah if you have facebook then i bug today look it up on the search bar uh if if you're using jaws Insert Z to turn off the PC cursor. Type in iBug today. Hit enter, and the first list, that, you know, first entry that pops up. Go to that. Subscribe. Join. And just drop a message. We'll find you. If if because we would we'd love to help people like because like the thing is is Android is one thing. You then you got Windows. Then you got this. How can right. I connect my iPhone or my Android phone to the Windows computer? How can I message? How can I? It's it's about workflow to me because if yeah. I'm on the messages. You know, maybe Sandia is messaging me, hey, uh, where you at? You're not on a meeting yet. Uh, hello. She could message me, but my messages could be coming from my computer. That could help your workflow. That could help your bottom line. That could help your stress levels. And, you know, with with anything with Android or iPhone, it's a big family. We all, we're all visually impaired or blind in, in one shape or form or deaf or it doesn't make a difference. Cognition. I have multiple sclerosis as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have to kind of come back to the bottom of the line. Like, I want to learn this. I want to know this. Mm-hmm. And you spend a little bit of time on it. Right now, I got a microphone and I got a mixer sitting next to me. I haven't turned it on because I wasn't ready for this meeting. Otherwise, I would have had like, you know, cowbells or, or different sounds and stuff in Oklahoma City or something. And we could have we could have done it up. But maybe next time, next week, next month, you know. But it, again, it's 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 the ability to learn, the ability to to open yourself to learn, and that's all it takes. And you're in the perfect place. I bugged to me. I came here the first day. I just answered a few questions. Sandia said, "Can you stay?" Kevin's another dude. Like you know, he answers questions left and right. You know, we we all just answering questions. But at the end of the day, it's a community. If we're not here for each other, then who who why 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 are we wasting time? 
Right, right. And so, so the reason why I was saying I'm, I'm I yeah. know some of the stuff, but Kevin was my instructor, and I yeah. don't I I remember what he taught me, but now I'm I'm past those those basic steps to where I'm doing a lot of work for myself, and I just want right. to be accurate, and I just want to make sure that uh, again I don't. He's always told me to take my that time. Is, that is that is a that is the first thing you should you want to be accurate. You want to be just as good. I, why did I spend money on microphones? I want to be accurate on my sound because I want to sound like I'm talking to you. Okay. I don't want to sound like I'm talking in, you know, on, in a shoebox. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can barely hear me. My internet's messing up. And that's why I spent money on it. And I'm like, why, should I, why, should, why did I do it? But after the fact, your intelligence is how you sound. Okay. And if you sound like you don't know what you're talking about and you know, you, you're missing out, on, they're not going to listen to you. But if you sound good, it doesn't matter. Your visual impairment, nothing. Okay. It's another life. It's another day. It's 2022, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, but let's, uh, is there anybody else with an Android question? Because we're getting, our Mike, time Michael? is getting down. Yes, Michael. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm not sure if this is appropriate or not, but uh, so I've got one of my Gmail accounts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Choking here. Just ate dinner. Uh, and you know, I've got two step, uh, two factor, uh, verification on, well, I guess with You're Google right. now, two, everything yeah, has to be. You're right. So, but anyway, uh, so, you know, occasionally I'll log out of that Gmail account and when I log back in, it, uh, you know, requires a two step verification and. I've got my phone number set up to get a text, but uh, it's sending a alert, not alert, a uh, whatever announcement to my Google Pixel phone. Mm. It is sitting <laughs> in a drawer, and a lot of times I may be not even you know at home when that happens. And I'm trying to get it to switch over and, you know, send it to my phone number on my iPhone, which is active now. I mean, there's not even a SIM card in that uh, pixel. You, you know so, why it does that, Michael? Why is that? Um, kind of like with um, kind of like with iOS devices. You know how, like, if you if you're signed into FaceTime on your iPad, you're signed into FaceTime on your uh, your your MacBook and you're signed on FaceTime on your um, iPhone. If somebody calls you, right, you can answer it from any one of those devices, right? Yeah. So if you're signed into your Google, your Google account on your Pixel phone, but you're checking your Gmail, say from another device, <clears throat> the Google's, excuse me, the Google's going to, uh, um, it's going to send it to that open that open device and i'll give you an example i i um i told my google speaker to call my cell phone right but my sim card is not in my android phone it called my android phone because i was still logged into my android phone so you're gonna have to log out of your log out from your pixel phone yeah and it'll it'll send it to your, uh, it'll actually send it to your phone up here. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was even turned off. It wasn't even powered up, and it was hey, still it was, going there. But I guess, like you said, yeah, it's connected to the Google account, and so it thinks it's an active way to do the two-step verification. That makes sense. Well, okay. Mr. Michael, happy fix. 2022, by the way. Uh, thank yep. you for the, the Thank you for buying that 4A because we were just talking about you. <laughs> and then but you came you, in afterwards. But when uh, you, This is Kevin. When you're doing the um, two-factor authentication, it, the, um, I mean, of course, it's going to try to pick any Google device first, any Android device it's going to pick first. I was working with someone the other day and they were doing this and they had a Braille sensor, one of the Braille devices that has an Android. So it's looking for any Android that takes priority, just like if you're working in the iOS world, that's what it's doing. And it will get to that device no matter if there's a SIM card or not. Okay. But what you can go do is tap on more options or give me another way or something like that. And then it'll send you this code that you have to type in. Um, you have to type it in in the in the field on the computer if you're doing it from a computer but you have to type in that same code that it shows at the top of the screen on your iphone or whatever you're doing and that's another way that you can do the two-factor authentication it's not going to use a text message it might tell you that it is but it's not going to use a text hey kevin would it be okay if i got okay. in touch with you this is hershey yeah yes. the reason why i ask uh, about this uh, mr michael Again, I was just saying earlier, happy 2022 to you. But what I notice on my phones, so I have a Note 9 and a 4XL. I will go log into gmail.com on my computer to perhaps, you know, get a, a Zoom link or a calendar, whatever. And both of my phones will get a alert. I just have to say yes, allow it. And then it, it, it will expire after a while. So if you have, per se, your um, Pixel or your iPhone as your Google account authentication thing, just ignore the other phone. It's it's basically going to give you every phone that's hooked up to that Gmail account is going to get an alert, just like a doorbell. For, for, for example, like if you have a, a, a Google doorbell, it's going to hit every single device in, in the sense of, you know, um, capturing that, that you got the message. So in, in that sense, it might not be something that is really that important, but if it keeps affecting you in the login process, just make sure you have the right devices set up for that kind of uh, authentication uh, prognosis. So Google uh, Authenticator works well. A lot of apps these days tend to use Google Authenticator. I use Microsoft Authenticator myself personally, but Authy is another one that people like to use. So depending on how you like to, to sign in, Google Authenticator tells me if I sign into my Gmail, yes, it's me. No, it's not me. I just have to tap a button and I'm into my email. And now Google Gmail requires everybody have two-factor authentication turned on. So you will have a situation like this for everybody that uh, when, you, when you tap on the button, um, it will allow you after you entered your username and password. Um, I guess there's ways to turn it off, but the other way of two-factor authentication is it might say, hey, enter the number 55, and you have to look for the number 55, 67, 99, 
and you pick the number 55 and hit approve and it pushes you through. So those are the way of authentication apps, but I will keep it moving and if any more questions around. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to make it simple where it would just, you know, send me a text message to my iPhone. It's not doing that what, right what, now. So. What, does, what does text message do for you, though? Is it just to hit approve or would you like to, like, I used the six digits. So is that too much? Uh, is that a, is yeah, I mean, it would, send, yeah, it would send me the code to, you know, text me the code that I would then enter, enter into the whatever I, device I'm Shining I would, on I would suggest if you go towards the apps, you will you. So Microsoft Authenticator works pretty decent. Authy works really well, and um, Google Authenticator. But this works for everybody. And I know we, Shri, you guys did a thing on One Password. I wasn't able to get my my my, my you know eggs in the in the right basket to get to you guys, but. You know, it is important if, if people are using one uh, password managers and authentication things from uh, Google to uh, either use Google Authenticator, uh, Microsoft, or Authy. Those are the top three that have been working well. Uh, accessibility is there. Um, and then one password. And then if any, if, if she or anybody else has any other suggestions. This is Kevin. Um, his issue is just the, the problem is that Google is Android. So, the fact that he has an Android device on his on his account ever, that's going to be the preferred way of authorizing. Now, there's a much longer process that you can go to where you can go and look at all of your devices. You have to go like down into security and all this other stuff, and you can go and remove the Pixel 4a or the Pixel, whichever one you have. You can go and remove it from your account, and then it will send the text message to your iPhone because it doesn't have any other choice. But like I said, that's a much more long, longer and much more involved process than just it, clicking on more. Accounts.google.com, go to security, and then wham? Or oh, I have no idea. I don't. Um, <laughs> I know that when I get a new device, sometimes they will say you have a new device um, or you have a new phone number. Do you want to remove this? or that that's how I get there because um, but I know it's somewhere in settings, probably in device or privacy or somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, but you, I know you, it can you, be done. You hit, you, had a, you, you hit a good point and you have seven minutes. Do you think in seven minutes you could say you bought a new, because you got a six, you got a five, you got a four, you got a whoever. When you get a new device, could you give us seven minutes or five minutes of what Texas, you do? It's five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. Of what you do, like uh, you got a new device. Because mm -hmm. Ava and I were talking about, like you know, Ava had a new device. What do you do? Um, the only thing that I do is hold down the two volume keys, put in my Gmail address, tell it that I don't want to port my apps over, and go next, 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 next. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Why do you do that? Because I want to start fresh every time I have a device. Some people want all those apps to come over, but I'm still in the process. I got my phone on December 13th, and I'm still in the process of adding devices back, I mean, adding apps back to it. Much I just prefer this way better, just in case something slows it down along the way, just in case 
Facebook is messing up or something, I can uninstall it, but I can go one by one by one. Um, Thank you, Kevin. That, 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 that's insightful for, for sure because so Kevin's way, basically, what he's saying to you is start from scratch because it's easier to not worry about settings. Sometimes settings can get you know brought over from another phone and they get old, they get stale. It could it would it causes problems. And whenever you bring settings, you know, from an app at at, at a fresh point, you have a better idea of uninstalling something when it breaks, like a uh, vocalizer voice or a uh, acapella voice. And I personally do the opposite. I, I I take whatever my old phone is and I bring it over, I port it over, but many apps are already taken out for me. So that is a secondary option. I mean, Kevin has an option. I have an option. Ava, everyone has an option. Um, I would just say the difference is on on the Firefox or Firefox, the Fire Tablet stuff. They're a little bit different because it's a little bit older, but the principles are all the same. So. Um, Again, thank you so much for everybody uh, for tonight, you know, spending the time with us. Uh, welcome to 2022. You know, hopefully everybody got some insightful information. Thank you for, you know, uh, Kevin and Foster and all the great questions that we've had. Uh, thank you, Ava. Uh, it's lovely to see you again. It's 2022. It's holy crap. It's 22 years, I think, right? Two years? It's almost two years. June. June's two years. Two, June, two years. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. And I want to tell everybody our next meeting will be February 16th, 2022 at 7 p.m. So send a bunch of flowers to Ava for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Y'all come ready with questions. And if anybody has any suggestions, please, um, if you're on our list, just post it and we will look at it. It's Rachel, we're looking for you. Just say, yeah, just send, um, go to iBugToday.com and go to the Android Insight tab and you can actually sign up there to to our list or you can find our contact information there as well to send a question. And I want to say thank you. And thank you, ACBT community. Thank you, ACBT. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Cindy.